0: Up ahead, than all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, you folks. Old man Grognard here. Welcome to Friday. Hope you're having a great day or going to have a great day or something like that. I had a great night, day and night. I got to go to lunch with. Mr. Juan Mejia, who has translated this Spanish game called Via Escuela, which is Spanish for old school. I'm sorry, Juan Mejia. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He lives here now. He was from Colombia. He's lived in Spain and other places. And he has translated this into English. And it's a nice little role-playing game. And I had the pleasure of having lunch with him and looking at all the stuff he brought. And I, it's like, I'll show yours, you show mine. I show him the books I had. And he, it, it's just, it's, it's so nice to see uh, another part of the world like that just embrace role-playing games. And I was so glad to talk to him. He's located here now. He told me about all the great guys back there and i wanted to do a shout out to him and to javier garcia who wrote Veja escuela and the the company called Grappas y Mapas, who puts out Veja escuela it's a nice rules light 16 page game and i believe you can get it on drive through rpg i'm not sure i know you can get the spanish so i think you can get the english but they have about 12 supplements for this putting it using the same mechanics for different genres. Like, he's working on the English translation of the Pulp Supplement. They also have a Wild West Supplement, a Sci-Fi Supplement, etc. etc. So, they even have a cyberpunk one. So, you might want to look for that. Mapas Vieja Escuela. That's V-I-E-J-A E-S-C-U-E-L-A. And that was my lunch, And then, then, Tonight, last night, I am a Matt Evans' MacArthur game, and near the, I always have a good time there, and near the end of the game, my grandson, Gage, texts me saying, I just finished my game, his first ever role-playing game. He ran Swords and Wizardry Complete for his brother and a couple of other kids, and it's the first time he's ever run a game, and... Afterwards, I called him, and he told me about it, and he said everybody had a good time. He had a good time. They ran for five and a half hours, and they said they want to meet again to continue the campaign. I am such a proud grandpa. I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you. Well, anyway, I want to get to the subject at hand here. I want to talk about bards and how to do certain characterizations of bards. Now, when I went to Bard to look in my research, I pulled out my 2 e Player's handbook. I'm not going to even touch the 1st Edition Bard. If you can make it work, more power to you. But as far as I'm concerned, I will go with the 2nd Edition Bard over that because it's just easier to deal with and easier to play. And to get there, it's a lot easier. Uh, You other grognars out there know what I'm talking about. And page 38 in the 2nd Edition Player's Handbook. I have the first printing before they redid it. Because it's just, for me, I like it because it's easier to to find stuff and read. And, let's see. Let's see. 38. Okay. It is a subclass of Rogue, of course. And so, here it is. See, it's easier than, than doing the whole one. You go through the one class and through the other class. And what they do is here your prime requisite is dexterity and charisma. The race is allowed. Human and half-elf. I might be a little more flexible on that. I don't know why elves can't be bards. and Or maybe even halflings. I don't know. But the ability minimums are the dex of 12, intelligence of 13, and a charisma of 15. And they give some good goodies here. They get they start getting spells at second level. I believe they are I believe they are magic user spells, I think. And they're kind of jack of all trades types. They have thieving skills too. They have their music, poetry, and stories. They can counter effects of songs and poetry uses magical attacks and they learn a little bit of everything. So, they do get a few bumps on that. So, let's think about how to play a regular bard. Now, you got the regular bard like, you know, kind of Danny Kaye the Court Jester. He was pretty much a bard and other things like that. Bravely rolled Sir Robin, that that kind of guy. And so, what else can we do with it? I came up with a few of them. How about Mr. Seen It All? The Bard, who has had just so much experience out in the world and in the field, that he can bore people to death. He's always telling stories. He's always telling anecdotes. And he's great for, like, the children who gather around and listen to him. But after you listen to him for about 10 minutes, it just gets... Uh, maybe that, that might be part of his that might be part of his bardic power just to bore that's my magical power to bore people to death there we go but that's one way to play them they would have to have a high charisma in order for anybody to stick around more than 10 minutes but they just have a way about them that that people are attracted to as long as he doesn't push it you know what I mean? So there's that guy. In fact, I would give him a, I would give him the power to like give pluses on his attacks to counter if he's boring them. But he may do it on purpose, who knows. Who else we have? We have the like I said, the regular bard, we have the Mr. Mr. Seen It All. We also have I also thought of what about a poet? I mean, they say bards do songs, poetry, all this other stuff, juggling, whatever. How about a poet, someone who can write verse that is so good, it's almost magical, and that would be also the source of their magical powers and counterpowers, because they write verses so beautifully. And if you're getting into the skills or proficiencies or things like that, you would go for something more on the performing side, or things like that. So... I would I would do that. Also, how about somebody who's just a musician, and they have a favorite instrument? I was I was wanted to play a, a bard with either a tuba or an accordion, and see how long they can they could last out in the world. But there's you know he do, he doesn't even sing or anything, but he plays the most beautiful instrument you've ever seen. And in fact, it would be interesting if he was mute except for playing his instrument or something like that. Here's something interesting. How about a multi-class or a dual-class cleric bard? He's the guy who would, like, lead the choir in a church or something. has vast musical knowledge, and he's also a, a healing man. There's another way to go a sage as a bard this could be this is this is more along the npc line but someone who is like a sage who has who's learned very learned in the art of music and and poetry and the oral tradition in fact if you want to go that route and take it more native, the barbarians would also have what they call... I guess what they call them, a scald. They would have their own versions of bards, and they're the ones... They're the guys... Or the actors. They act out what happened in the tribe or something like that. They almost work with, like, the shaman or something like that. And they would just get up there, and they could cast these spells with a big semantic component in other words dancing and doing this and boom there's the spell or the counter spell or something like that they're the ones that keep the lore of the village of the tribe they're like lore masters or something like that anyway there's a few examples of different kinds of bards that you can play so go ahead and use those and if you got, want to talk to me about this or anything else, you can drop me an email over at oldmangrognard at gmail.com or you can leave me a voicemail at Anchor. And we are monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program. And I would be thankful, very thankful for that. And i also like to be thankful to Jonathan Dorje Wendell-Jessen and Oliver Shriek, for being my supporters. I so thank you, gentlemen. So until I see you next time or hear you next time,